I won't compromise or settle I'm the one behind the wheel of my life I won't put on the gas pedal And I push it down to the middle Till I'm on a whole new level For personal growth, marketing, branding And spirituality Will help you turn your dreams to reality Whatever goals you got in mind Will help you reach them uncompromised Cause we are The Uncompromised Podcast With your host, Adam Wills so let's start the show. All right, guys, welcome to episode 11 of the Uncompromised Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Adam Wills. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I'm doing right now in my business. Now, you guys know every week I come to you and I talk about different areas of being uncompromised as a husband, a father, an entrepreneur. Sometimes I tell you about things that I've done and I'm speaking to you from experience. And other times like today, I want to tell you about something that I am doing um, to be uncompromised as an entrepreneur. But before I do that, some of you asked me, um, from time to time, I've gotten messages from you guys going, well, what is, what does uncompromised mean exactly? Well, first, if you're asking that, I would tell you to go back and check out episode one where I talk about that. But let me give you a quick little breakdown, just a brief little explanation. If you haven't listened to episode one, first Corinthians Chapter 16, verses 13 and 14 says to be on guard, stand firm in your faith, be courageous, be strong, and do all things in love. That is what it means to be uncompromised. And what we do on this podcast is we apply that to all areas of our life, our business, and our spirituality. And so today, I want to tell you, like I said, about something that I'm working on right now, because um, constantly, you know, we've got to work on ourselves, right? We got to work on things. And I right now, I am focused, laser focused and uncompromised on growing my own business. And so what I want to share with you guys today is actually this principle called the five ones. And you maybe have heard about it before, maybe not. It was actually a concept that was created by Clay Collins, the founder of Lead Pages, a great software. I don't use it, but it's a great software. I have used it. Um, but Clay Collins came up with this concept of the five ones. And he says that these five ones, they're five key pieces to growing a million dollar business. So if you want to hit a million dollar business, then he says, this is the key to unlocking that opportunity for you. So there's five key areas that we're going to talk about. I'm going to give you a quick rundown of those. I'm just going to give you the overview. And then what I want to do is I want to unpack each of those a little bit with you. So the five ones are quite simply one target market, one product, one conversion tool, one traffic source for one year. Okay. So let me say it again. One target market, one product, one conversion tool, one traffic source for one year. So how do we apply this, right? Let's start from the beginning. Let's talk about our target market. We need to have one type of avatar. So maybe you've heard the term ideal customer avatar before. We want to have one type of customer that we're targeting. Now, if you're like me, I have given this advice, unfortunately, sadly, as a marketing strategist, I give this advice to people all the time. And I tell them like, let's focus in on what is your, who is your ideal customer? 
and let's let's identify them. What is what is the problem that you're solving for them, right? And sadly, um, I I'll just admit I've been a bit of a hypocrite and I haven't always taken my own advice. Well, it's time for me to take my own advice, uh, and and this just resonated with me recently. Um, this idea of focusing on one person, right? Because if you talk to everybody, if you're marketing collateral you're, for your business, if you're trying to speak to everyone because you want everyone to be a possible opportunity, then you're really talking to nobody. Now, somebody actually said to me recently, and this hit me, like punched me right in the gut. Uh, and he, he told me this personally, like this wasn't something I listened to on a podcast or, you know, saw some meme somewhere or a YouTube video. Like I was talking to this person and he said to me, quite frankly, he said, if you are trying to target more than one avatar, if you're trying to target multiple people because you look at every single thing as a potential opportunity and you're unwilling to let opportunity go, then you're just flat out being greedy. Ooh, right? Like that, that hurts. Um, and he said, the problem is, is while it seems like that greed is going to help you grow your business, it actually does quite the opposite. It keeps you in the weeds. It keeps you stuck. It keeps you from grow, growing. And so what we got to do that first principle is t- focus on one ideal market. Okay. One target market. So you might be asking, well, how do I find out who my target market is? So what I like to tell people when I'm coaching them is that it's at the intersection of one who and one problem. What do I mean by that? Well, we need to identify the who we are helping, right? What What is that person? What personifies them? But also, what is the problem that we're solving for them? So it's at that intersection of a who and a problem. So identifying that really comes down to three intersecting things. There's a skill, an anchor, and a value. What I mean by that is, uh, let's talk about the skill first. So obviously you have to focus on what are you skilled at, right? Maybe that's you individually if your business is just you. Maybe that's you in a small team. Maybe that's your company as a whole. Either way, what are you exceptionally skilled at? Because invariably what ends up happening as an entrepreneur, we all get distracted by all these different opportunities around us and we want to pursue them all. And we start taking on things and we start doing things within our business for our customer or potential customers that we're really not exceptionally skilled at. And we start spreading ourselves too thin and, and therefore we really kind of just make a bad reputation for ourselves. So identify the one thing that you are exceptionally skilled at. And then identify your anchor, which is a relational anchor. So this anchor is is something, it's something that anchors you relationally to the, the customer, right? So this might mean your background and your experience in another career field, um, or you know, it could be any number of different things that give you a relation. So for me, example, um, I'm just gonna tell you what we're doing right now. Our company, we have for several years worked with a number of companies in a lot of different industries, helping them with their online marketing. But again, I got punched in the gut by this recently in a number of different ways. And I'm like, okay, we've got to focus. What is our one target, our product, our conversion tool, our traffic source? And we're going to do that for a year. And what we're focusing on is helping law enforcement agencies with their recruiting. 
Um, digital advertising is a great way to uh, amplify recruiting efforts for law enforcement. And we've seen a ton of success doing that, right? My relational anchor with that particular customer set is the fact that I was in law enforcement for 15 years myself. And more specifically, because I spent a number of those years in an administrative role and in leadership. And so that's my relational anchor. Now, lastly, in order to identify our, our target market, we've got to look at the value. So in other words, we have to make sure that what we do, what we are offering can actually deliver tangible value that when the customer puts a dollar in, they get a dollar, you know, $2 out, $4 out, $10 out, $20 out, right? Um, that they perceive what they're paying for as being a worthwhile investment. Now, something else to think about here is that the best way to identify a target audience is to ensure that they're already paying to try and solve the problem that you can solve for them. You just solve it better, right? So if they're already paying to solve this problem, then they already know that it exists. They already want to find a way to overcome it. And they already recognize that the best way to do that is to part with some dollars to hire a professional in order to do this for them. You just want to position yourself as the best one. So let me recap that. In order to identify our one target market, we have to identify our one who and our one problem. To identify that one who and one problem, it comes at the intersection of our skill, our relational anchor, and our value. So now let's move on to number two, one product. As I said earlier, and a lot of us stretch ourselves too thin with too many products, too many offerings within our business, okay? You don't need to overdo it. You just need one single quality product, something that you can be proud of, that you know works, that your clients or your customers are gonna be happy with and is gonna help them achieve their goals that they set out to solve that problem. So this is like your marquee or your hero product, right? So if you are one of those people like me that has been like doing too many things, then think about what is your hero product? What is the one thing that everybody is over the top about that, that helps them um, overcome a problem, right? So again, this is focused on a problem, one single problem, okay? You're not Jay-Z. We don't have 99 problems here, just one single problem, okay? So um, that's how you identify your one product. So um, going back to the example of how I'm implementing this right now, our one product is helping the, those law enforcement agencies with digital advertising services in order to drive more awareness and better qualified applicants to their applicant pool. One product. Okay, now number three, one conversion tool. So this is one method for taking prospects and turning them into clients, right? So this might be uh, a book funnel. Maybe you've written a book. Um, maybe this is a, a webinar, uh, a recurring webinar that you do. Maybe it's a large event in person. Um, it could be any number of things. It might be uh, demo calls. It might be uh, LinkedIn outreach. It could be a number of different things. Now, I'm not saying here, and I want to make sure that you don't misunderstand me, one conversion tool this doesn't mean that you have to eliminate everything else. So let me use an example. Right now, what I am doing, our primary focus is on using webinars, weekly recurring webinars to, um, to educate our prospects on what we do for them and how we can help them solve the problem that they already have. Now, 
we also do a little bit of LinkedIn outreach and some other things. And I'm not going to shut those things off necessarily, but the goal here is to be relentless about focusing on one primary objective. Don't spread yourself too thin. And if it requires budgetary investment, then what I want you to do is hone in on that one thing. That's the, the objective here. Okay. So that's our one conversion tool. Then the, the fourth thing is one traffic source. So I want you to think broader than just, uh, focusing on one traffic source, like, Hey, I'm just going to go prospect Facebook, or, you know, I'm going to use Google ads or, uh, you know, I want organic traffic or I'm going to use YouTube videos or whatever. Right? So what I mean by that, we can be broader in saying our traffic source is paid advertising. Paid advertising can be across multiple mediums like Facebook, Instagram, Google, YouTube, LinkedIn. Right. But in, in that case, I'm saying, my one traffic source is paid traffic. Either way, identify what your one traffic source is going to be and focus on that as you implement this strategy. Now, lastly, one year. This is the big gut punch for me, guys. This is the thing that I, I'm, I, I feel really convicted in and, and I hope this resonates with you guys and in, in, uh, you could share in this with me because I don't believe I'm the only one. But I have, and I tell everybody it's genetic, I have shiny object syndrome or squirrel syndrome, as some of you might call it, where I have that typical entrepreneurial mind where I get excited about different things and different ideas and different opportunities. And so I'll start going down the path. I'll get really excited about something new and I'll start going down that path and building it out. And sometimes before I've even given it enough time to be effective, I've already gotten bored with it and some new thing has come to mind and I jump ship over to that other thing. And what I'm really doing is harming myself. I saw somebody in my Facebook feed shared a meme the other day that said, are you tired of starting over? Then stop giving up. And, and that really resonated with me and, 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 uh, solidified this concept of the five ones. So the objective here is take this focus, this combination of your one target market, your one product, your one conversion tool, and your one traffic source and focus on it and give it a commitment of one full year, because chances are you're just not giving your ideas enough time. I've been guilty of that myself, sadly. It takes that much time often to refine our offer and get it right. We're not going to figure it out in the first month, two months, three months. We've got to refine it. We've got to hone it in. We've got to figure out what works. We've got to figure out what doesn't. We've got to figure out our messaging, right? And the aim is to implement, then tweak as we go along. Refine it until you get it right. You've got to give yourself a year to do that. Recently, I was in Costa Rica for a conference. I know, what was me, right? And... I got to listen to John Maxwell speak a couple of times. He was our keynote. And if you've never heard of John Maxwell, just go check out any of his books, literally any of them. He's written like handfuls of books. Any of them are worth reading and they will absolutely change your life and your business. But when I was there at this conference and he was up on stage speaking, he said something um, when he was, he was speaking into this idea of success in life and business. And he said, Listen, guys, everything in life that's worth doing is uphill. The problem is we all have uphill aspirations 
but downhill habits. And those downhill habits keep us from achieving the uphill aspirations that we know are worth what we invest in them. And if we could replace those downhill habits with uphill habits, then we'll achieve more of our uphill habits. Giving up too soon and not staying focused for the amount of time that it takes to actually perfect an offer in your business, I have to admit myself is a downhill habit. And if you have that downhill habit, I'm going to ask you to work on that with me. Hit me up, send me a message, shoot me an email, Adam W at height, H I T E digital.com. Let me know. I want to, I want to walk in this with you. Tell me what, what your challenge is and let's hold each other accountable. Um, interestingly, I found this, this other quote from Ross Perot, which is not somebody I would normally look for quotes from, but it, uh, it speaks into this. And he said, most people give up just when they're about to achieve success. They quit on the one yard line. They give up at the last minute of the game, one foot from winning a touchdown. And it's so true. It's so true. And uh, I heard this other saying that is that 97% of the people who quit too soon are employed by the 3% that never gave up. So what I want to ask you to, and I'm leave you to a call, leave you with a call to action here. Be that 3% that never give up alongside me. Let's be uncompromised in being that 3%. Even if you haven't been thus far, that's okay. Today's a day. It's a new opportunity for a new you, a new focus going forward on your business, a new way of looking at things and tackling them and achieving great things in your business and in life. So come be the 3% with me and uh, uh, stay focused on the five ones. Um, let's get after it together, guys. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of the uncompromised podcast. Again, please go check it out on your favorite podcast listening app. Of course, check me out live when I do on YouTube and LinkedIn, like maybe you are right now, but, um, please go check out the podcast. And if you love it, give me a five-star review, please, because that helps other people find the show. Uh, but as always, and until next time, Remember to always be uncompromised. Thank you.